0: At some point in your food allergic life, you've probably attended some kind of event involving a meal or at least visited someone else's house for a meal. That of course opens up the doors to all kinds of bad things. We don't want those bad things, right? But we also don't want to miss out. So today, I'll show you how to participate in these public meal activities while staying safe the entire time. Sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Yes. Just like so many other things in life. Anyway, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Welcome everyone to Dairy-Free Dude. I am Logan Graham, and I am here to talk to you about how to thrive in a world where dairy products seem to be as common as dirt. When a large amount of people get together to eat, the majority, if not all, of that food is going to not be safe for you. Now, if you want to eat, but can't eat what everyone else is eating, what do you do? Bring your own food. Quite elementary, as Sherlock Holmes would say. In fact, you kind of need to bring pretty much everything necessary for eating a meal. Food, drink, dining ware, placemats, and cleaning products. Now, you might wonder if you can have a safe, dairy-free meal made for you by the people making everyone else's food. Well, the thing is, if they're making everyone else's food, their cookware isn't going to be safe. Any edibles made with those tools will have cross-contact complications. So, when it comes to food for confident food security... Always do it yourself. In regards to dining ware, get stuff that's multifunctional. That way, utensils and such will take up less space. For instance, I have a combination utensil with a spoon on one end and a fork on the other. You could also find a classic spork, a spoon with little fork teeth on the end. Light, plastic washable plates are also helpful. Although, you could just use a paper or foam instead, which allows for easier cleanup after the meal. And do not forget an abundance of napkins. If you drop one on the floor, or if the wind picks it up, for example, and flings it 100 yards, you can't just go and pick it back up off the floor. Instead, just grab a new napkin from your stash and carry on. Well, do pick up your garbage and be a responsible human, though. I mean, you, you should clean up after yourself. But you, know, you get what I'm saying. As for packing, I got myself a 25pack of lunch containers from the company CubeWare. They're reusable, stackable, leak-resistant, BPA-free and freezer dishwasher and microwave safe. I found them at Walmart for about 10 bucks. And well, since I just reuse the same four containers every time, I technically have a lifetime supply. Nice. In regards to the meal itself, don't feel like you have to cook the meal while you're there. Instead, make the meal beforehand so you can enjoy your time at the event or with the people you're visiting. Pre-cook for yourself a meal, or multiple meals if you're staying for that long, and bring them along with you in a cooler. Oh, and you don't have to just pack things that are eaten cold. Salads, sandwiches, fruit plates, chicken drumsticks, casseroles, meat, mashed potatoes, and many, many other kinds of meals can be made beforehand and brought along, including meals that are meant to be eaten hot. How, you ask? Well, by the simple use of a microwave. And yes, I know... Microwaves are most often terribly unclean. I mean, have you ever seen an office microwave? (laughs) Not to mention potentially hazardous containers of allergens falling from the ceiling of said microwave or adhering to the bottom of your container where your hands go from the microwave turntable. However, I have a method I use to operate microwaves safely without contamination. Think of it like uh, keeping a sterile field, like a surgeon. Or maybe a handler of toxic waste. Before you even set out to the place you'll be eating, bring along a supply of paper towels, but not a whole roll unless you want some strange looks. When you need to reheat your food, take the paper towels along with your food to the microwave. Take a paper towel and use it to open the microwave, then set that paper towel aside and make a small mat of two paper towels, or four if you want double thickness, and set the mat inside the microwave on the rotating disc. Place your meal container on top of the mat, with the lid slightly open, and then both close the door and press the buttons with the same paper towel you used to open it. When it's done, open the door with the paper towel, and take out your food and place it on your eating mat, which I hope you already set up. After you're done, you should probably wash your hands, just in case you touched something contaminated without knowing it. I know, it sounds like a lot of weirdness, but the more you do this procedure, the stealthier you'll get at it. The key is not acting paranoid. Always keep your carrying supplies, like your cooler, the bag where you keep your utensils, etc., right at your feet while eating. So when you're done, you can put all your supplies, like your plate or bowl and utensils, back into your bags and cooler. Do not let anyone take your stuff to the sink... Or anywhere else. Keep it to yourself. Unfortunately, even after meals, many people don't wash their hands. That means that they and anything they touch becomes potentially lethal to the dairy allergic. That's a lot of things. Still, if you just pull out the wipes and start wiping everything down, you'll just look like a hypochondriac. But you should wipe down your eating surface before you set up your placemat and your food. When it comes to everything else, however, the best way to avoid a reaction from contaminated surfaces is very simple. Don't touch your face. Yeah, I know that sounds almost too simple, but it's true. Unless you have a break in your skin, you should be safe as long as you don't touch your eyes, nose, and mouth areas. That first part is very important. Try to put lotion on your hands every night so your hands stay nice and hydrated. And if you need clean hands at the moment, such as when you need to begin eating, simply wash them. Make sure that the soap you use is safe, however. Usually clear soaps or foaming soaps are okay, but always read the label. That is, if someone hasn't ripped it off, or if it's in a special dispenser. You can bring your own soap if you want, though. If there isn't safe soap, or if you didn't bring any of your own, make sure to always bring along some cleaning wipes with you, because you can use those instead. Now that you've taken the precautions while cleaning your hands, just remember that other people aren't going to bother. And especially with small children, some may try to look at or touch your stuff. Don't let that happen. Make sure to tell people about your situation, including aforementioned small children. That is, if they're old enough to understand. Still, accidents do happen, so make sure to keep your things away from possible contact, such as next to you or on top of a fridge, or even just... Keep your things in your vehicle until you need them. Before you start eating, wipe down both your spot at the table and the chair where you sit, because not only do people spill food on the table, but also in their laps. We, For eating, use your own dishware, utensils, napkins, water bottles, etc. So you know you're free from cross-contact possibilities. As for where to sit... Try to sit between two people you know can help you stay safe in case of a disaster. Or, even better, sit at the head of the table to keep maximum distance from spillers. Plus, you'll feel like the king. After the meal, just pack away all your dirty dishes and such into your cooler or your bags or whatever you use to bring your things in. Do not wash them at the place where you are. Just don't. Wash them all when you get home. With all this info, I'm sure you can stay safe and have fun at public mealtimes with others. This is Logan Graham, the Dairy-Free Dude. Live on!